Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome again to this Chargers podcast. I am your host, Fernando Ramirez, and I am joined by Chargers former fullback number 41, Lorenzo Neal. Lorenzo, my man, how are we feeling today? Man, one word, legendary. That's right, <laughs> legendary. Fernando, you know what? Why complain? Why be? Why doom and gloom? You know what? It's a great day to be alive. We're excited. And, uh, man, free agency's getting ready to kick off. We're seeing some big moves, some big, some big, some, I guess the, the big guys, the big fish are starting to heat up. The little free agency's starting to heat up. So excited about that. And, man, I know one thing, Fernando, was there a prop that we missed? Because we got something that we got, you know, I know we go bet online, but could people have bet of where J.J. Watts? Why don't you tell them our sponsors and tell them a, one of our sponsors, but it also just say what you can bet on with this wonderful sponsor that we have. Yeah, Lorenzo, you got it. I mean, football might be over, obviously, but like you and I both know, 24 7, 365. It, and in leap year, it's 366. Football never takes a, a day off, but there's also obviously NBA, college basketball, and NHL. They're all in full swing. And the only place you should be betting on these sports is betonline.ag. You mentioned football. I'm going to throw out some basketball for you. Tonight, two major games on TNT, Clippers against the Celtics. Clippers are favored by minus four, and the Lakers are facing the Phoenix Suns. The Lakers are favored by one and a half. So those are two games to keep an eye on uh, out for tonight. And then there's also uh, the Golden Globes happen over the weekend. Bet Online also covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. Bet Online has hundreds of props with real-time odds on almost everything you can imagine. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. You can't, wow, you, you can't go one. wrong with what 50%, you, what, Lorenzo. You, no, you can't. You can't, Fernando. Where are you leaning? You talk about Arizona and you talk about Lakers. That's a one point. Is that why, why so low? Are you surprised at one point? Are you still – would I, you go with Phoenix? What are you thinking about that? I can, talk, tell you, I, I can tell you it's the AD effect. AD is yeah. not playing. Anthony Davis is not playing. And sometimes I don't know if uh, people think, oh, well, LeBron uh, might not be able to do it. But hey, LeBron still has some good players. It's him, Dennis Schroeder. They got some good guys around there. But Phoenix, Phoenix has been heating up. Den Devin Booker, the addition of Chris Paul. Chris Paul has made that team uh, a playoff contender. And honestly, they're a scary bunch. But uh, but I, I may have to give it to the Lakers on that one. They've hit a two-game win streak. They're kind of feeling good. That Clippers-Celtics game, that's going to be a really good game. That, yeah. that has that has everything you want uh that has uh jason tatum it has uh Kawhi leonard paul george i mean you just that's a super uh superstar studded uh game right there no question tell me a little you know i know we were talking about it you let me interject a little more when you're talking about a guy like chris paul when you think about where this team was and once chris paul add you add income chris paul Look what he did when he's at every team that he's been on. The Thunder last year, OKC last year. What is it about him in the teams that he goes to 
what does he make? Is he make them an instant playoff team? What? Tell me your overall perspective, just for Chris Paul in general. The thing about Chris Paul, I think he's such a unique player because of the way he's able to distribute. He can shoot the ball well. He's efficient. But the thing is his leadership. I feel like Den or I feel like Phoenix was a very good team. They had a lot of very young pieces. They had no leadership. So you bring in a guy like Chris Paul, he changes the dynamic. He brings that leadership and you see guys are stepping up. I mean, Devin, I mean, obviously Devin Booker is a star and you have DeAndre Ayton. Some of these guys are stars, but really when you add a guy like Chris Paul, it changes the whole game. You have a guy who can uh, hit clutch shots. You have a guy that can distribute. I mean, he's a wizard, honestly, when uh, he's Harry Potter-esque. If, uh, if I can use that kind of uh, reference, uh, when it comes to the way he handles the ball and the way he's able to get it to guys, I mean, it's it's up there. I mean, him, LeBron James, these guys are are total wizards when they have the ball in, uh, in their hands. So it, it, it just changed the whole dynamic. And I really think that Phoenix, um, Phoenix could be a game changer and, and they could end up spoiling uh, the playoffs for a couple of teams uh, coming down to the wire of, of, of it. They are able to spoil it. They are a spoiler type of team. In your opinion, how good can they be? Is it a spoiler team that they can compete for a title? Or do you say, man, it's just a spoiler team that's going to get to the, you know, win, a, uh, upset a team or get to the second round? How much of a spoiler do you look at this Phoenix team with the addition of Chris Paul? I, I think they can spoil it for, I, I think if they get into the playoffs and they're the seventh, eighth sixth seed they could end up spoiling it for a couple of teams i mean they just have they have everything they have a center they have a power forward they have uh like i said devin booker they have chris paul it's just it's gonna be tough for a team if you can't defend a point guard like chris paul you're gonna have a hard time especially uh, a team like i wouldn't say the clippers i think the clippers are too good i think the lakers are too good but maybe a team like utah could end up uh suffering something like that utah right now is the number one seed and they're playing very good basketball but you just never know with a, a team like phoenix who, if they could get, they got hot right in the bubble last year. They were 8-0 right, in the right. bubble, and they right. weren't able to make it to the playoffs. So they're just continuing their run from the bubble to now. So I, I truly feel like if, if Phoenix gets into the playoffs, they're going to be a, a, a very scary team, uh, and they're going to be able to, to play spoiler. And, 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 and teams, they don't like, when you get into the playoffs, you don't want to have to play these teams. In the first few rounds, you want to go, you want to you wanna be able to uh, sweep these guys. And I don't think Phoenix is going to be a team that you can sweep. So uh, honestly, it's right. going to be it's going to be hard for some of these teams if Phoenix makes it into the playoffs. Well, Fernando, let me ask you something. So when 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 you're looking at it like that from that spectrum and that lens, so why would why wouldn't a Chris Paul go to a team like the Clippers, or why wouldn't he go to a team? I'm not going to say the Clippers, or why wouldn't he go to a team like the Lakers? When you saw what Rondo was able, Rondo Magic, what he was able to do for the Lakers in the playoffs, why wouldn't Chris Paul be that type of guy? that's going to a, a, a team of that statue that he's a guy that's different makers. It's not going to just get him in the playoffs, but get him over to hump. Isn't he a guy that you, are you surprised that one of those upper tier teams haven't tried to get him because he is that type of difference maker, right? Yeah, no, 100%. It, it, it's been a, it's been a weird relationship with the Lakers and Chris Paul ever since uh, the NBA denied that trade back in 2011, where Chris Paul was supposed to come to the Lakers and Pau Gasol was supposed to go to, to, I think Houston and Lamar Odom was going to go to New Orleans. It, it was a mess. So ever since then, it's been a weird relationship between Chris Paul and the Lakers. But I, I believe it's because of the trade. His contract is huge. I think he's making $40 million a, a year. Something I won't see. I mean, can you imagine $40 million in a year? I don't no, think I'll see that no, in a lifetime. So, right, so right, I, right. But, uh, but honestly, I, I just don't. I feel like the Lakers 
wanted to they already have their two stars you want to spread around the wealth and and get a deep team that's why they went out and got uh wesley matthews they got dennis schroeder they got some of these players to really fill out their team and i feel like that's what they wanted to do they wanted to fill out the team and then uh go and compete because they noticed last year when it was only ad a lot of people thought it's going to be ad and lebron and then maybe they'll go out and get a third superstar. No, the Lakers last year decided, no, we're going to have our two superstars, and then we're going to fill out the team that worked for them. They won the championship, and I feel like this year they said the exact same thing. Um, other teams, I mean, it. I feel like other teams just couldn't complete the trade just because, you know, the salary cap went down. It's happening right, right. now in the NFL, too, because of uh, COVID last year. So I feel like some teams thought, you know what, maybe maybe he would be a good investment, but we don't want to trade all these assets. We don't want to trade all these picks for a 36-year-old point guard. I feel like people look at the age, or I think he's 35. People look at the age, right. but hey, LeBron, Tom Brady, some of these guys are showing right. us that age <laughs> don't matter. It's about uh, how much juice you still have left. No question. And speaking of age, doesn't matter. A guy that got paid who's still a little older for the NFL years is, is, a, is another guy, J.J. Watt, who we are accustomed to and know very well. What does that do when you look for an Arizona team, uh, you know, a Cardinal team, the young quarterback, got some weapons, Hopkins now, and, you know, the quarterback, and friggin' now you got another Houston or Texans, uh, J.J. Watt. Uh, what does that do for the football world? Man, let me tell you, for media, it hurts us because he you saw his tweet. He said uh, he had a picture of him uh, lifting weights or uh, by a weight set, and he had an Arizona Cardinal shirt, and he says, source me. So he broke his own news saying that he was going to the Cardinals. So that was pretty interesting to see uh, to see him do that. But I'm, I, I mean, and Lorenzo, you know more about this than me because of uh, you've experienced it. But I don't know. I think it adds a little bit of juice to the Cardinals. But looking at JJ's stats the last few years and then all the injuries he's had, you're wondering, is he still that kind of player? Um, I feel like Arizona has a good, an up and coming defense. They're still not all the way there, but hey, he's going to be opposite of Chandler Jones, who has been, uh, I, I think he's been underrated ever since he moved to Arizona when he got traded from the New England Patriots. He was injured last year. Uh, so now it's going to be him and JJ coming off the side. You need that when you're in a division with Matthew Stafford with russell wilson with jimmy garoppolo you're gonna need pass rushers to get to the quarterback and that's something that arizona couldn't do this year i mean hassan reddick who's gonna be a free agent he did a very good a serviceable job but you need more dynamics and that was uh that's why they went out and they got jj watt but now i ask you lorenzo do you feel like this was he had green bay buffalo he had all these teams coming a potential super bowl contending teams coming after him do you feel like this was more of a payday of his last payday two years 31.5 million or do you feel like he really thinks that arizona is a contender and could uh make it to the super bowl I think that it's a little bit of both. I think that he wanted to maximize his dollars and say, okay, look, I want to make sure that I'm, this is my last one, last thing. I'm guaranteed $31 million, two-year deal, 15-5 a year. And he says, okay, or I can go to a Green Bay where it's going to be freezing cold and probably only get 8 to $10 million a year. So that's a difference of about you know, 10 to $15 million that he would have lost. So J.J.'s a business guy as well. Guys want to win Super Bowls, yes. But at the same time, you want to think about your finances, especially at, at this point in time of his career. So He's at a place that, yeah, Green Bay probably would have been a little bit probably better and gave him a better chance. But Arizona, you know, you look at Hopkins, you know what they have in receiver. You look at the young quarterback, which they have. And now you got Tyler, you got Chandler Jones and now you got J.J. Watt. Now, OK, so what are you going to do to fill that out? How is that going to how is that going to translate into wins? I think when you look at just the NFC North, 
I mean, NFC West. How do you see this all shaking out? I know we're, I know this is a Charger podcast, but my God, Fernando, because then we're going to get into the Chargers and talk about where are they compared to an Arizona team, a team that, you know, what this quarterback did in two years, and now you have a quarterback that's in the same situation. Will he follow in, in Calamari's, you know, Calamari Murray's uh, same footsteps? How would say you? You know what? I, I feel like Arizona, what they really need to do is fix that offensive line. Kyler Murray got hit so much last year. And look at what we're going through right now. Deshaun Watson in Houston. Well, that's personal issues and stuff like that. But they he was getting hit at the beginning of his career. Russell Wilson right now is getting hit. And he's like, hey, I've gotten sacked 394 times. And that's excluding the hits that he's taken. So he he's obviously uh, disgruntled about that. Kyler Murray's taken a lot of hits last year at the last year. They have that Hail Murray. It's not a Hail Mary. They called yes, it a Hail Murray against the Buffalo yes. Bills. And you thought, wow, here comes Arizona. Then Arizona beats, uh, they beat, um, they beat, they beat Seattle. I believe it was a, uh, a Sunday night football game. And you think here comes Arizona, but then Kyler Murray gets hurt and everything changed. The team kind of fell right. a little bit and you're kind of like, wow, what's going on? Well, they're having some of the issues that you mentioned the Chargers are having right now with their offensive line. So you're like, you need to protect your franchise quarterback. And I feel like Kyler Murray needs to be protected. And that's one of the things that Arizona really needs to do. I mean, yeah, I understand you got J.J. Watt and everything, but now what are you going to do to protect your quarterback? You're going after the quarterback. What? Yeah, we like that. Right. But what are you going to do to protect your quarterback? But Lorenzo, I got to ask you, you got DeAndre Hopkins, who was angry with Houston. You got J.J. Watt, who is angry with Houston. Is there a possibility you think Houston and Arizona could say, hey, let's make another deal and, uh, uh, don't do it. and go don't for the trifecta it. Don't say it. and bring don't in Deshaun Watson and have Deshaun <laughs> Watson, J.J. Watt, and DeAndre Hopkins all together on the same team? What says you DeAndre, about DeAndre. that? Yeah, DeAndre Watson, what this guy is, I mean, when you think about what he brings to the quarterback position, I mean, this guy, what he's done in Houston, I know Watson wants out of there, and now to say you're going to trade Calamari, Calamari, make that a swap, make that a trade going straight across to see these two quarterbacks, go get a young young second-year player that that Houston can have control over and say, okay, let's go now, let's get it to Sean Watson and bring him in. I mean, oh, my God. Would that be unreal, Fernando? Where do you come up with this? My God, don't I, I don't I don't know how I don't know how the Arizona fans would feel about that. If you get if you get you get Deshaun Watson back with Hop, Hopkins, and now you have you know JJ Watt. What I mean, God, I mean, it, it, that wouldn't be a bad trade when you when you look at it like that because Houston would say they got control of a young quarterback who's good and up and coming. Arizona can say we can compete right now. We have a quarter, but we're not going to be losing anything. Uh, Deshaun Watson is not as mobile, but he probably throws the ball better. He knows yeah. a little bit more football IQ, uh, you know, but it, and we got to take on that bigger salary. How much better? Okay, let me ask you. How much better or does he make Arizona better? I, I think he does. I, I think Deshaun Watson, I mean, I, I've seen him in this year. He didn't have DeAndre Hopkins, and he still threw – I think over 35 touchdowns. So I, I think Deshaun Watson is something serious. And I feel like if you got him and and 
and DeAndre back on the same team. And then Arizona has some weapons. They have Kenyon Drake at running back. They have some good, some good talent there. I feel like if you got all those guys together and with the chip on they sh- on their shoulder that they have, I think we could, it, it would be a lot of fun to watch those guys together. And honestly, I, I know I'm being an antagonist right now, but I would love to see it. I feel like Houston would get oh back my God. a star. <laughs> I feel like Houston would get back a star in Kyler Murray and up and coming. Uh, he could They could get him some weapons, have him develop a little bit. But then you get Deshaun Watson, D-Hop, and, and, you, and you potentially turn that team from maybe middle of the NFC to potentially – one of the top tier uh, NFC teams. So honestly, I I, I, I love it. I would, Look at I you. Would are you pushing for? This. Are you? You heard it here first. Fernando's <laughs> pushing for Watson in Arizona. I don't know if he's that much of an upgrade. I mean, I think he's a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, this this Murray kid can do some things too, Fernando. That you know, my God. I mean, he can run with the ball. He can get out of trouble. He can extend plays. I mean. He's pretty amazing quarterback too. So one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I just feel like that chip on that shoulder. These guys already have a chip. Arizona. If you had the biggest chip on your shoulder in Deshaun Watson, I would just love to see it. And uh, honestly, I, I would pay to watch Arizona play Houston seventeen games this season. Just have oh, them on too. their schedule because that would be fun to watch them <laughs> play back hey. to back to back to back. But, uh, but yeah, hey, no. Why I, not? I, why not? I would love it. It would be too much fun. And had it, so would I. But it, how much do you think when you look at an Arizona team? In your opinion, think about what you know the Rams did. What happens to golf? Is golf still on that team? Did golf go anywhere? Did he get traded? No, golf uh, golf got traded to the to the Detroit Lions for Matthew Stafford. So now Matthew Stafford right, that, is their quarterback. So with, with Stafford being there, golf being out, Stafford being there, that trade that went down. Where does that put you? Where does that put Arizona in the pantheon of things with that trade? In your opinion, what uh, the, what the Rams did, and just looking at that division where the Niners are, how do you see Arizona now? You know what? I I don't know if much has changed to be honest. Just because I feel like Arizona, the thing is that if you look at San Francisco, they have Jimmy G coming back. You have Nick Bosa coming back. You have a lot of really key players coming back from injury that really could make the difference for your team uh, this upcoming season. I mean, we know Nick Bosa's rookie year was incredible. I mean, his brother's season was great, and Nick was like, "Hey, here we go. Like, let's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna basically mirror image you, and and we're gonna have a. Gr- I'm gonna have a great rookie season. So I think San Francisco is gonna be back next season. I feel like they they need to add maybe a couple of more weapons. Um, obviously, Jimmy G's name is thrown out for every single trade. Um, his name is brought up, has been brought up. It was brought up last year for Tom Brady. Obviously, that didn't happen this year. It's been brought up for Deshaun Watson. Hey, what if they trade Jimmy G to the Houston Texans and they bring in uh, and they bring in um, Deshaun Watson to the 49ers? I don't see it happening. I, I'd be very surprised, but the 49ers are going to be better. The team that I think could take a little bit of a step back could be Seattle. Um, I, I, I think there's a lot of really bad blood, or not bad blood, but I feel like there is a little bit of tension between Seattle and Russell Wilson. I don't see them trading Russell Wilson. I'd be very surprised if they did, but I feel like there's a little bit of bad blood there. Bad blood, or not bad blood, like I said, tension. And I feel like that tension could maybe make them slip a little bit. Uh, the Rams just got better. I mean, they got Matthew Stafford. They got their quarterback. Really, the question that we had about 
about uh about the rams was golf and could golf make plays and you know what i'll be honest golf made some very good plays against seattle and he made some very good plays against green bay in the playoffs but now he's a detroit lion i feel like the rams are going to be uh i think the rams are going to be at the top of this division next year and i feel like arizona arizona and san francisco i i just don't you're asking me such a tough question because there's so much talent on all four of these teams but somebody's gonna have to be the odd man out and i just don't see who it could be i mean Right now, I was about to say, I think the Rams are going to be at the top of this division and then San Francisco and Arizona. But then I'm like, wait, but Seattle's still going to be a good team. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm Fernando, I got you. Fernando. That's why I'm asking because I feel the same way. And that's what I, I make it that I asked you that question. It wasn't to stump you because yeah, no. I don't know. <laughs> Will the Matthew Stafford please stand up? Because we've seen him have some unbelievable years in Detroit. Now he's going to have a defense. Now he's got all the weapons. You know, but he had Calvin Johnson, so there's no excuse for Matthew Stafford. Nope. If he can't win now, he's not going to win. I remember and I him, and, him, him and uh, McVay were in Cabo together right before when the trade went down. So they must already know the playbook. They may already be comfortable with each other. So uh, there's no yeah, excuses for McVay or him. Little, tam- little, little tampering there. We're not in a hint, hint. But, uh, we don't, we no, don't I, use a T word. <laughs> no, we don't use a T word. We'll say it lightly. So, uh, so when you look at that, and I, and, I, and I look at San Francisco, and I think, okay, Jimmy G, but you lost to Forrest Buckner. People are not talking about that guy. That guy is the reason why Mickey Bosa had that kind of year. You had divorce Buckner. Think about what he brought to the table. To the Colts. Other guys, they're not, they're, not, they're not there. And then you had a guy that you went out from, in, from Kansas City, and you spent all that number, uh, all that money on deep board, board, thinking that he's wanting him to be this guy, and he was injured. So when you look at the Niners, they don't necessarily scare me. But I think that division, like you said, is wide open. But then if we think about compared, that's what I was asking with Arizona. They're an up-and-coming team, got the quarterback, went out and got another defensive lineman. They're trying to make some things happen. We know that they can beat anybody any given Sunday with that quarterback and what the things – because you he's an X factor because you yeah. can't contain him. That's why Russell Wilson – Seattle, like you said, they're not great, but Russell Wilson is that X factor. He wears defenses out because he can extend plays with his legs, and then in the fourth quarter they make that run. And it's like, wow, that's what Arizona has in this young quarterback. So my comparison is now the Chargers have that. You have that in your quarterback who can make plays with his legs, get in out of trouble, can throw the ball down the field, can do anything that you want in a quarterback. But you, know, you got Kansas City. You saw last year Mahomes in the Super Bowl, even though you can be your DDS, when you don't have that offensive line, he was running for his life. So it didn't matter. So my point is, Okay, Kansas City, we know who Mahomes is, the best quarterback in the league, bar none, in my opinion. Defense is okay. I don't know. I, I still would have to give Kansas City an edge. And then you pick, because I think that the Chargers, do you think that division is more convoluted? So what I'm trying to ask you, Fernando, is it more convoluted than the NFC South, North? With the NFC, when you got San Francisco, you got the NFC uh, West, West, San Francisco, Seattle, Arizona, of course, the Rams. And then you're talking about Denver, Chargers, Kansas City, and the Raiders. Compare those. I want you to compare. But the number one, <laughs> so I'm going to, I know I'm putting you on this, Fernando. We're going to wrap up. But compare. Compare who's All the right. number one seed in the West, in the West and NFC. All right. So to me, I mean, I, I'm with you 100%. I feel like the Chargers are, are, they're, the Kansas City's the number one team. I mean, we all know that. Andy Reid, the combo between Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy, and uh, Patrick Mahomes is the number one there. There's no way you can deny that. 
but the Chargers are a little bit, uh, they're not that far behind from them just because I've seen what the Chargers can do with against a guy like Patrick Mahomes in the past. Yes, Patrick Mahomes will throw for a lot of yards, but against the Chargers, he typically, they, they kind of hold him down a little bit and they don't score in a plethora the way they do against uh, the other. There you go, mom, plethora. I used a, a big word today. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I feel like, I feel like the Chargers. Are so you close have Kansas. You have Kansas City, Kansas City, and then the NFC, and you have you have we have the Rams. The Rams, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do okay. that. I'll do okay. Rams. I'll do Rams in Kansas City. I'll do Chargers, Seattle. I'll do. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Okay, this is what stumps me. This is what stumps me. It's I like Derek Carr, but they don't have weapons around him. That is my, that's the one thing I've always uh, kind of criticized John Gruden in these last few years. So I feel like Henry Ruggs is a great weapon, but you need other receivers around him so that guys don't just get double team him and everybody else comes open. They have Darren Waller, but that's two guys. You need better weapons for Derek Carr. So, and then when it comes to Denver, Denver is a quarterback away, in my opinion, from being a really serious contender. I feel like Denver has a good defense. Again, they've had a good defense since, I believe, 2011. Since John Elway took over, their defense has been incredible. Um, Drew Locke, I don't know if he's the guy, but they have so many weapons on offense. Uh, Noah Fant, uh, you have uh, uh, KJ Hamler. They have so many weapons on that Denver Broncos team. Uh, Melvin Gordon, a former Charger. You uh, so uh, you know what? I'm I'm gonna go Denver third. I think Denver third. I've talked myself into it. Nobody hypes myself up like myself. So I, I I've talked myself into it. I'm gonna go Denver third. I'll go Arizona third, and I'll go San Francisco. Oh, the two former Bay Area teams. I'm gonna go San Francisco uh, fourth, and the Raiders at four. So I, oh my god, I know. That was that was brutal. That was it was hard. Today, you guys, it is hard. It, was it is hard. hard. It's hard. That's, that's why I wanted to ask you because yeah, I don't think there's two divisions so similar. No, like these two, and no. and, and and it's a and it's you look at the NFC, the, the AFC West. They all, except one, have a quarterback. Yeah, and and if I asked you, now, here's here's another tricky point. So if I asked you, you'd say. What's the one team that you talked in? What's the one team that you say that doesn't necessarily have the quarterback in, in the NFC in the AFC West? AFC West, Denver. the one we just talked about. You Denver. Okay. Denver. Now, what is the one team? What's here's the similarity? What's the one team that we don't know if they have their guy at quarterback in the NFC uh, NFC West? Jimmy G. Oh, we're VA. Hey Fernando, you I like it. You're following <laughs> me now. Now you're getting me, baby. Fernando, this is going to be a great show. You know what? And guess what, listeners? I'm not going to give you my list to the next episode because I don't want to want you guys to dog Fernando. Tweet at us. Instagram us at us. Let you know what he thinks about his picks. How am I supposed to be at home? How am I supposed No, I mean, I'm being fair. I mean, if I had to pick from each NFC West team, I, I would have to say Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray's better. You know what? George Kittle and all these guys would totally come after me because they've gone after guys this season who have said Jimmy G is not a good quarterback. Kyle Juszczyk, all these guys have gone after them. So I'd be one of the the guys that they would go after. But I mean, it's just, it, I, I'm going to be honest. Hey, that's what we're here for. Honesty. And right. honestly, honestly, Lorenzo, honesty is something that eBay is all about. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so eBay, uh, we want to give, we want to talk about eBay. 
Whether rare dead stock or the latest release, find the exact shoe you're looking for. As the original shoe uh, sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop your favorite pair you've been eyeing for. Man, we said this, Lorenzo, in the past. They have a team of inspectors that look over the shoe, the box, the logo, the stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. I've been at the Super Bowl, Lorenzo, where, where they look over some of the gear that's illegally made or, or some of that stuff that it looks real, but it's not. So right. that's what eBay's right. trying not to authentic. do. Yeah, it's not authentic. There you go. And that's what they're trying to do. eBay is trying to protect all, uh, all sellers with a verified return process as well. And for sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees of $100 or more on sneakers, making it free to sell or flip your collection. Go to ebay.com slash sneakers today, eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. I think our <laughs> listeners are getting unique selection right here with some of the stuff that we're saying today. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. No, eBay is awesome. And, you know, yeah. I don't even know if they can go and bet online and say, you know what? Bet online and even bet on eBay because that's how that's the integrity that e exactly. eBay just represents. They're, they're full of integrity. They want to make sure that you're getting the quality, making sure that your stuff is going to be authentic. You know, it's going to be authentic and yeah. making sure you're not being pretended or mis, you know, misled. And that's what they do. They take a they take a very, very serious look at all the, the products that they have. So, man, I'm excited, Fernando. I loved I your too. list. I love the show. We're getting this thing rolling. You My know, goodness. I didn't even think about it. When you asked me who's the one team in the NFC West with the worst quarterback, I just said yeah. Jimmy G. Right. <laughs> it was a but reaction. Exactly. <laughs> yes, yes. But you were spot. I, I, that's why I did it because I just thought that, man, you and I, and we're looking at this thing, and it's just it's going through both divisions and just showing you how similar. Yeah. When you look at Denver's the only team that doesn't necessarily have their guy. You look at the look at this, look at San Fran. They're the only team that maybe we don't know for sure have their guy. But what can they do well? They play good defense. Exactly. You think about the Chargers. They got their guy. You think about Arizona. They got their guy. You look at the Rams now. They got their guy. You look at, you know, Kansas City. Of course they have their guys. Look at the Raiders. So that's why I was comparing this thing. And yeah. we'll definitely continue to do this because I think a lot of Charger fans and L.A. fans, and you think about – and I think these are the two divisions that mean so much to all the fans. So I think that's why we can keep these two – uh, conferences tied in together i think yeah. we'll see so many different similarities and i do believe that two teams from both will make the playoffs next year yeah no i i definitely feel like i definitely and you know what now that it's seven seeds that's that's what makes it so interesting this year i thought uh two i i feel like next year two nfc west teams could make it to the playoffs i mean that's just how good that division is and i feel like two teams from the afc west i just i i I want. I really want to see what Denver does with their quarterback situation. They're picking tenth in the draft. Could they go get their future quarterback in draft? Now, drafting quarterbacks has not been a, a strong suit of John Elway, and I feel like that it, it does get hard to do that. Once you're you're a talented guy like John Elway, it is hard for you. I mean, in my opinion, I don't know what you, what says you, Lorenzo, as a former player. Does it get hard to evaluate talent? for guys like John Elway because he played the position and he knows what it took for him to become a superstar? It really does. And sometimes these guys, especially sometimes like the Deion Sanders and Rod Woodson's, and those guys are they're such great players that they expect guys just to go out and do it. And that's the one thing about they said about great players, Michael Jordan, those guys. And even though they're great players, they put expectations, they set the bar so high that it's not practical for guys to succeed and reach it. So it's definitely hard. And that's why Elway's, you know, going to decide to move in another direction and not necessarily, but he did, he, you know, 
um, you know, he couldn't miss with 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 with, uh, with not Brady, but when he brought in, of course, you know, our boy Manny, they were able to get there. But it's just tough, man. It's really tough. So I'm just I'm excited about the season. I'm excited about the offseason because we're gonna have so much the hypotheticals that you can bring to the table, trading freaking Deshaun Watson for 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 calamari, you know, calamari. Man, I today, mean, it's absolutely today. amazing. Today was a uh, a strange day for me. I mean, I, I threw that one out. I talked about Jimmy G. I'm gonna have numerous yeah. numerous <laughs> NFC West people coming after me for uh, for both of those answers. Hey, well, I'll lead you. I'll be your fullback. Get behind me, baby. I'll protect Appreciate you. You know it. what? I'm I'm believing you. I think that you're I think you're spot on. You and I both were in the same same church, same pew. Hell, you can even sit on my lap because I'm believing. I think the same thing. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. And you know what? That's real love, Lorenzo. That is real love. I appreciate it. Uh, no question, man. Well, hey, I enjoyed it. We'll do it again. Right. Thank you guys for tuning in. Listen to the podcast. Love you guys. And we'll talk soon. look at this team and we'll get into it again you know next show and really start talking about we'll target next week we'll this next the next show we'll really target defensive line offensive line and start talking about not necessarily the draft but just guys that are free agents so we'll do that and then you know hit us up hit me at lorenzo neal you know uh, 41 on my instagram you know you can twitter at us you know instagram shoot us a shot but we can ask us some questions who would you like to see this team go after offensively defensively um, where did this team needs it? Where, where you think this team needs more help? So we'll get more into that, you know, in the next episode, because I think that there's a lot of things that this team has to address, not just starters, but depth as well. Yeah, no, Lorenzo, I completely agree. I'm at, at real F from on Instagram and at Twitter. So whatever questions you guys got, we'll definitely uh, answer them, but I'm with you. There's a lot of questions that you have and, and, and we're going to have a lot of questions throughout this season about yeah, this team in yes, the off season. Yes, so it's going to, like it's you said, <laughs> once we start diving into this, it's going to get so much fun and, and we're going to be, and I'm a maniac. I mean, right here on my desk, I have notes, I have papers, I, know, I have so much I stuff. I, my mom looks my mom came in the other day and she's like, what is all this? I was like, it's my madness. You're lucky I don't put them yeah. up on the walls and get all crazy <laughs> with them. Beautiful <laughs> mind. I, the movie, beautiful mind. Have exactly. Exa- beautiful, yes, exactly. Yeah, yes, yeah. I, I, I told her, I'm like Sherlock Holmes. I love, I love all this stuff. I love looking up stats. I love looking up dollar signs and dollar figures. I mean, I'm not going to see any of those dollar signs or dollar figures, but Hey, you have to look at all that stuff when you're looking at this stuff. So I I, I love it. I love diving deep into this and who should the chargers go after and, and where should they spend their money? So I, I I'm 100% with you. I'm excited for this. Oh, so am I, Fernando, and I can't wait to get into it, and especially when we break do a film. I mean, our listeners, they're in for a treat because you and I, right. we're going to break down film together. You're going to show me plays and say, Lo, what happened on this play? So we're going to be able to – we're going to put some of our stuff up for 
we're breaking it down. You don't understand. Me and Fernando's going to bring it like no one has. We're going di- to diagnose plays. What's the difference between cover one, cover two, what the safety should be doing. And we're going to get into it because I know Fernando, Fernando wants to know that stuff and kind of get oh, it yeah. more in depth. And that's what I think our listeners want to. And so sometimes we think it's the, the uh, sometimes we think it's the coach when it's the players doing something. Or sometimes you think yeah. the coach did something, and it's the players, so vice versa. So looking forward to this, this long, this long, we got a long off season. We're going to be doing plenty of football. So you guys have any questions, be sure to hit Fernando, let him know what's up and we'll try to do our best to answer them. I'm with you, Lorenzo. And, and honestly, like I told you the first time we talked, I'm your fullback. You're the running back. I'm I'm, I'm going to open up these holes for you. So I'm excited. Let's get this going. Hey, we are. I trust me. I'm enjoying this. I appreciate all the research and things that you do and bring to the table. And let's, I can't wait to the next show. Be blessed, brother. And we'll talk soon. Thank you, Lorenzo. Have a great uh, weekend, uh, all you out there. Yep. Have a great weekend, everyone. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.